Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk Low Vision, brought to you by the American Council of the Blind and the Council of Citizens with Low Vision International. My name is Dr. Bill Takesta, and this evening we're going to talk about some of the latest products that have been released and will help many people with low vision. For many of you, you might be planning to attend the Cal State University Northridge Disability Conference, which is going to be in San Diego. And at that conference, you'll be very, very excited to see some of these new products that are available. So we're going to begin first with something that I think is often, very, very often overlooked, and that is lighting. The human visual system, it requires ample lighting. If we have the healthiest eyes in the world and we have 20-20 eyesight, we still would not be able to read a thing if there is not enough light. But we have found in recent studies that blue wavelengths of light, the blue light that comes from the sun or a light bulb, they could be very dangerous to the retina. So we now need to have lights that can eliminate the blue light. And we also know that different colors of light can have different benefits for people with different types of eye disease. So this evening, I've invited Mike and Elaine from Berryessa Lighting Designs in Northern California, and they have developed some really, really advanced lighting. So welcome to the show, Mike and Elaine. Hi. Hi. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah, we're really, really glad to have you here. And ever since you guys have come into the field of low vision, you know, about, what's it, maybe five to ten years now you've been in the business? Uh, this is our seventh year, actually. Oh, okay. I, I've just always been impressed with the different lights that you have made, not only because of the fact that it uses the latest in technology, but the quality, the quality of the design. You know, we have seen lamps that are built from throughout the world, and many of these lamps, they don't last very long at all. But also, the quality of the light is very, very poor. So when I saw the latest lamp that you have called the Joseph, I was really very, very impressed because this is the only lamp that I have ever used or ever touched that contains different colors of light, and all the light is under the blue wavelength so that it's safe and healthy for people with low vision. And it also has a high-quality magnifier on there. Uh, would you tell us how you guys came up with this design, Mike? Mm. So what happened was that um, uh, magnifier light has been around for a long time and is very useful. And, um, well, I, I need it for myself because I work with a lot of metal uh, because most of our products are uh, metal exterior. So I get a lot of splinters in, on my hand all the time. And I'm get, I am getting older, and I can't see the splinters. So um, I bought a magnifier uh, uh, light, which is a fluorescent, uh, round fluorescent light ring around it, and tried it. And it, I noticed is that, well, what happened with, is that um, it's actually kind of dangerous because I'm hugging the light, and I have high voltage around me, and that's actually not very good. 
and and these bulbs keep on burning out on me. So I said, well, I, I think it's easy, much easier if we build it with LED. And also, what what happened is that it it will reveal the the uh, the uh, the uh, images a lot better, make make it a lot easier if I have the appropriate wavelength of light. So what happened is that from what I learned from um, I guess uh, uh, from Junior as well as uh, Elaine, um, these uh, these models that I, I built before, what happened is that I just put these light sources in there. And what's very important is that um, uh, one thing is that when you're working on different wavelengths, yellow, which is the, uh, for example, a lower wavelength light like 3000K, is very good for um, for cosmetic makeup type of uh, application because the wavelength is a little bit longer, so it hides the, cra- hides the cracks and crevices a lot better. So this is the reason why when you go to Macy's, you always see the, the 3000K light at the cosmetic counter. Oh. And mm-hmm. 4000K actually reveals things very, makes it very nice for people to read with ease, uh, at least for my case. Um, and then 5000K, a lot of the time, is because 5000K is a higher frequency light, it has a shorter wavelength, so it actually reveals cracks and crevices. So when I'm looking at, um, for example, uh, my work underneath the magnifier, I usually use a 5000K. So what happened is that various, it's almost like a golf club, uh, a set of golf clubs. Um, you use uh, you use various light, various various wavelengths of light for very various applications. That's what we do, and we designed this uh, this this light in such a way so it's extremely stable, and uh, it's a it's a it makes it. Um, uh, a lot easier for people to use, and what's more important is that uh, this light is actually DC driven. So it's actually your 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 the highest voltage uh, at the light itself is about 24 volts. So your skin is actually protected uh, from the DC voltage because your skin actually protects you all the way up to about 40 to 60 volts. And so what happened is that even if you touch it with your with your finger. You wouldn't uh, with the exposed uh, circuit. You wouldn't have any problem. So safety-wise, is is actually very good for this type of light. So this is actually a lot better than the ones that I bought originally, which is a fluorescent ring type of light. And what's what's really good about it is safety. I think uh, safety more than anything else is probably something that we actually stress um, in terms of our lights. So that's. That's what I have. Sorry, I'm rambling on, but... No, that's a very, very good explanation. And, you know, a lot of people aren't aware that when you do purchase a light bulb, you could look on the package, and it will tell you if it's 3,000 degrees Kelvin, Mm 4,000 degrees Kelvin, Mm 5,000 degrees Kelvin, and anything that's going to be 5,000 degrees or less, that's going to be safer. Is that correct? Yes, actually, what happened, the uh, blue content in the um, in the light is a lot lower. See, blue is a necessary evil to make white light because uh, a regular light, uh, white, is actually constitute of a red, green, and blue. So blue is a component. So you do need blue light in order to create the white light that we are, we, we we really like. But what happened is that you don't want too much of it. So when you go beyond, for example, 5,500K, 
it becomes a, the, the blue content of the light of the spectrum becomes a lot higher. So it's actually not not very pleasing, and it, it's uh, as you go higher than that, it's really not that good for you. Now, Elaine, can you tell us what does this lamp, the Joseph, look like? When I pulled it out of the box and found how easy it was, it was pretty much assembled already, but I was very impressed with the design of it. Can you explain what the lamp looks like? Okay. Uh, the Joseph lamp uh, uh, has a very sturdy, heavy base on the bottom. It's black color. Uh, the reason and it has a, a flexible uh, neck on the top. Uh, at the end of the uh, flexible neck is the uh, head with the, a ring of the LED light bulb surrounding the uh, or hug the uh, magnifier lens. So because the uh, flexible arm and also uh, allows it to tilt it towards uh, the the uh, user of the lamp, it make it very very flexible. Uh, in terms of uh, uh, you can bend the light or lamp to different angles to fit your usage. And can I add a little bit more? Uh, what happened is that the head itself of the magnifier rotates 360 degrees. So you can actually uh, rotate it any way you want, and the base of the uh, base of the uh, of the light itself it actually uh, rotates from uh, zero to ninety degrees. So you can actually have the light hover against the, a uh, a table and use it as a uh, a magnifier with a constant height to hover on top of a map that you want to see or a text that you want to see. And the, the, the base itself can rotate 350 degrees. So it has, it's got three degrees of rotation that you can actually use to actually fit or contort the, um, the, the light in such a way, for example, in front of a sewing machine or, uh, in front of a, uh, uh, I guess, uh, uh, in front of a newspaper stand or book stand or however you like it. And you can actually reverse pivot the thing because the base is so stable. What happened is that, you can reverse pivot and so have the thing reach out so you can put this on top of your bed, uh, right, right next to your bed, uh, I guess your bed, bedroom, uh, book stand right next to it and you can actually use this in, in, in your bed and actually use it, uh, as a reading light as well. Reading slash magnifier light. So you can actually use this to clip your fingernails. You can, uh, um, uh, clip your toenails. So basically, uh, simple light tasks can be done. Because um, a little bit of magnification plus proper lighting can reveal quite a bit. So if you have basically a third hand to help you do a lot of tasks, otherwise that you, you cannot do. So that's why. Yes, uh, yes. That type of versatility is so helpful. And when I see the students, they find so many ways that they could use this, whether it's going to be the classroom or at home. Now, it does have three different switches or three different colors of light, and how easy is it to change from one color light to the next? Do you have to remove LED bulbs, or is it just a matter of turning the dial? It's just a matter of turning the dial. It's a it's a three-in-one, and our next iteration, we will actually incorporate dimmer in there as well. So what happened is that right now it's an inline insertable dimmer, and actually we just recently sent one to uh, – Jamie McAllister's client, 
his uh, uh, this client's father is uh, is in the late 80s, and what happened is that he would like to have a floor standing model of our magnifier light, so we built one, and because the the inlight insertable dimmer was not suitable for him, so we modified the the, the unit, and so the the dimmer is right on top of the um, the the head of the light, so where where he can actually access it with ease and use that dimmer as the on-off switch as well. So we actually made improvement because we learned from customers, and so that's why we really welcome customer to talk to us and actually so this way we can build uh, or improve our product because a lot of the stuff is really not revolutionary but evolutionary, and we actually make things to fit our customers' needs. Yes, that is so true. And I remember when I first saw it, that's when I thought that for uh, Tom, who's on the call tonight, his wife, who does a lot of needlepoint and sewing, I thought, this is Mm -hmm. ideal. You know, this would be great. Now, the magnifying lens that you have on there, uh, Mm -hmm. what is the range of magnification that that offers? Is it many powers or just one power? Right now, it's only one power because we're – the magnification versus uh, versus, – uh, viewing area actually is an inverse function. So what happened is that the higher the magnification, the um, uh, the, uh, the the smaller the area. Uh, so that actually becomes a challenge. So right now our 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 magnifier is actually at 2.25x. But what we can do is that we can actually double do a double decker. But and I'm actually there is another uh, department rehab case that's coming up in Napa. Uh, what happened is that this person need a very, very wide view angle, but probably about 5x. So we're planning to double-decker the uh, the lens itself. And then afterwards, what we're going to do is we're going to stiffen the neck. Uh, so so this way it will support it. So that will be another experiment that we will be doing. And then to, for a further roadmap of this design, what happened is that eventually we will build a higher-quality electronic camera with large display for the for the light itself, so the, that is the roadmap that you'll be you'll be seeing from us. So what happened is that uh, as as the viewing area demand gets higher, and we will have to go to an electronic uh, camera type of magnifier for that application. Well, that'll be really exciting to see, and I know you have so many others. But Elaine, where can people? go on the web to see the products that you have, or where can they email you or contact you? Uh, I think uh, the best way is to send us an email uh, if uh, the uh, clients are interested in this product. Uh, We are working on getting our website updated uh, to include this uh, new Joseph lamp online so people can see it uh, in the very uh, soon near future, future. Okay, and, great. Uh, what is your uh, email address? It is M-I-K-E-J-U at BerryessaDesign.com. Okay, so Mike. Sorry, it's B-E-R-R-Y-E-S-S-A Designs.com. Okay, Mike. You the one. Yes. Mike Drew at Berryessa designs.com. Correct, yes. Great. That is great. 
Well, thank you for that info. And another really, really great device that I, I'm very excited to learn more about, as many of you may know, I am the uh, consulting director at the Braille Institute here in California. And unfortunately, uh, a light such as the Joseph isn't something that a person could take when they're going grocery shopping or they're going to a restaurant. And I know that when I was experiencing low vision, oh, it was so frustrating that I couldn't read the menu, I couldn't read the prices, the grocery store, or I would go and try to rent DVD movies and I couldn't read anything about it. And uh, Mr. Ian Beerley and his company, they have a wide range of different types of video magnifiers. But one of the things that I was really very, very pleased to learn about recently is the fact that they have developed a new portable electronic video magnifier, and it has a 5-inch screen, which is a very large size. And in comparison to a lot of the other companies, this is significantly less, almost one-third the price of some of the others. Uh, so, Mr. Beerley, uh, why don't you tell us about how you came up with this particular design uh, of a video magnifier? Certainly. Um, the monkey itself actually is a name that we've been using for a few years. And uh, the monkey originally was a three-inch device. And that three-inch device we found to be extremely popular in the market. Um, but we ended up in a situation that one of our main processing chips became unavailable. So we effectively had to migrate to a new product. And we looked at that time at three-inch or three-and-a-half-inch screens and uh, 4.3-inch. We finally ended up with this five-inch because effectively the, the price-to-performance ratio seemed to be the most attractive. Um, so originally we were targeting a smaller product, but effectively with this 5-inch, it allowed us to provide, well, a full 5-inch, in other words, to, to be a very large screen, and yet it remains extremely light. Um, that, that's one of the key things with our product is very, very thin and very, very light. Um, Weight-wise, it's about, it's just under 6 ounces in, in weight, and it's uh, well under half an inch in thickness. So we're able to get a very large screen, but with very, very lightweight, very, very thin, and also with up to six hours of battery life. So the key thing behind the 5-inch was, was all those sort of factors, the extremely low power consumption, the very, very lightweight that we could use, the very, very thin application, and that's kind of what led us to a 5-inch of this nature, just being a very simple, very thin, uh, very light product. Now, with the Maggie, is it also possible for the users to change the colors of the background and the text as well as change the magnification level? What we actually have with this is we typically refer to it as, as MD mode, or in other words, mainly for macular degeneration. And what that is is that you would start off the initial default is full color. So it's very bright, vivid, uh, full color screen. You press the button one time, and that will take you to uh, pure white text on a pure black background. Press it again, it will go to pure black text on a pure white background. In other words, two very high contrast modes. And then uh, press once again to get back to the original full color mode. So effectively what we have there is full color or being able to switch it to being pure white or pure black.
Well, that's really got to be helpful for people if they're sensitive to the bright light or if other people read better under the bright light. You have all those different options. And what about changing the magnification? You know, some people might want 3x magnification and somebody else may want 6x magnification. Is that an adjustable feature on the Maggie? It is. In fact, those numbers that you uh, you said there is exactly uh, what we have as our, as our kind of our defaults. So when the product is initially switched on, it's uh, on 3x, and we have uh, one button. There's, there's kind of two buttons a little bit closer together, and one button that is farther away from the other two. And that uh, button that's located further away is the you know what we can say the zoom or the variable magnification. Uh, by pressing it once, it effectively doubles the magnification. Press it again, and it halves the magnification. In other words, you, want, you, you just press it, and it goes to from the lower magnification to the higher magnification and back to the lower. And the actual application for that is typically, and, and you described a few minutes ago, You know, when you're going out to look for products, you're perhaps going to a shop, you're going to a library. Um, you, you may be looking at price labels in a shop. And so for many people, a given level of magnification is something that they can typically work with, but sometimes the text is just that wee bit smaller and you just need more magnification. And so what we try to do with our products, we're very, very focused on keeping them extremely simple. With the old mega, we used to have three or four different levels, but the thing was, okay, going from one level to the next to the next, there are more things to cycle through or to zoom in and zoom out. So what we tried to focus on with the new Maggie is that it, you could say it defaults. In other words, if, if the product's usable by somebody, somebody finds that the level of magnification is good for them, it's going to be good most of the time, but occasionally they just need to increase the magnification. So one single press of one single button, and that's it. You double it. Um, you read that smaller text or whatever it is, and then you just press it again, and you default back to the original size. So the key thing is, is just giving that extra boost, but keeping it in a very, very, very simple, controllable format of pressing one button one time. And what I really like is the fact that the way that you have designed it, it really does meet the majority. You know, the majority of people with low vision, there are some people with low vision who might need more magnification or a special feature, but the majority of people are, are within this range. And um, what about, does this particular device, does a Maggie, does it have a handle that a person could use as they're shopping for products in the grocery store? There isn't a handle as such, but there is a flip-out stand or a flip-out leg, uh, we can say, at, at the back of the product. And the way that that flip-out leg works is you can hold the Maggie just holding it in your hand as, as, as you might visualize holding a, a mobile phone, for example, you know, a smartphone. So you can just hold it in your hand and look at something. Alternatively, you can actually do it reasonably simply just with, with one finger on the hand that you're already holding the product, or you, you physically can just lift this little leg out. It just swings out of the back. And that leg, when you then stand the product down on, a, say, a newspaper or on, on papers on a table, is going to give you the perfect distance from the lens to the reading surface. So that's now positioning the product facing towards you a little bit. So if you visualize sitting at a table with a newspaper, the, the uh, screen is now facing you, 
and the leg is supporting the product at the perfect view distance. Now, that is particularly useful when you go to the shops because when you arrive at the shop and you perhaps pick up a bottle or a tin can or a packet, something with a perhaps a unique shape or, or rounded or you know, it's maybe very narrow, something like that, the way that the leg is designed at the back, by flipping that little leg out, it will give you, again, the perfect distance to the reading surface. So I guess, you know, an easy comparison, let's say you were to try to look at a pencil or a pen. The way that we've designed the leg is that you could walk up and pick a pencil out of a rack of pencils. You would hold the Maggie, you would just simply touch it against the surface of the pencil, and you would now be able to read is that pencil, uh, I don't know, you know, a H2 or a, a beta or whatever pencils are numbered in or what color it is, that sort of thing. So even very, very small items, such as a pen or a pencil, or uh, you may say a lipstick or a, a fingernail uh, polish, that sort of thing, all those very small um, kind of like detailed shapes, in other words, round and square and all kinds of shapes, the Maggie with a flip-out leg will give you that sort of perfect viewing distance. So no handle as such, but um, the leg does all those kind of multifunctions. Well, that's great because it's now at a perfect focal distance, and I know that we've had patients who said, this would be perfect so I can identify my medications, you know. So um, what is the price of the Maggie, and where can people contact uh, your company to actually see one of these? Uh, the suggested retail price is $395, and with our, the, the easy way for any product information or contacting us is simply to go to uh, the, the main website, which is beerly.com. That's uh, B-I-E-R-L-E-Y. So beerly.com, um, or email to, for example, uh, sales at beerly or admin at beerly. So any address at, at beerly.com, and the Maggie is right there on the beerly.com website. Well, that is fantastic, and we're really very, very glad that you, you have made this available. And soon, if you are in Southern California, uh, we will be having it at the Braille Institutes, and they're at low vision agencies throughout the country. So thank you very much, Ian. Sure, my pleasure. Thanks very much. Um, next, I'd like to talk about some of the different types of uh, Braille products and HIMS has really become a company that has really developed their reputation with their Braille note taker. Uh, they also have developed a very powerful video magnifier for people who have vision uh, called the eBot. But uh, I'd like to introduce Damien Pickering. Welcome to the show, Damien. Hi. Thank you, Dr. Bill, and thank you, everybody out there in podcast land. Uh, so, again, I'm the uh, Western Regional Sales Manager for HIMSS, um, and HIMSS uh, is based in Austin, Texas. Um, and, and before I jump into some of the Braille products and, and talk about the eBot that you mentioned, we do have a brand spanking new low vision product that we just introduced at ATIA, and we will have it at the CSUN, CSUN conference, and we're going to be um, kind of doing the, the grand tour and hitting uh, the different local conferences. In fact, uh, Dr. Bill, 
we will be at uh, a low vision seminar that you are presenting at the San Diego Braille Institute in April. I believe that's the uh, April 21st. So, yeah, hopefully, thank you uh, for people your will be able to there. come and <laughs> yeah, we we hope people can come out and uh, and see us. And um, so the the Go Vision um, is our our new product, and this is a transportable. Uh, 24-inch LCD monitor, and this is a near and distance viewing system uh, with uh, speech and OCR and some other very cool features. Um, one of the, I mean, just just overall, um, when I was introduced to this at ATIA, I was extremely impressed with the the industrial design. I mean, there are. Uh, you know, a, a variety of products out there in this category. Um, but, you know, this is just a, a great example of HIMSS um, just innovative designs and, and kind of um, being able to come out with something that just has some really nice features and, and things like that. The um, For, for an, an example, the camera arm actually telescopes up and down. So uh, the the camera slides, tucks down behind the monitor, and there's a, an actual lever system that clamps the, the arm in its lowered position so that it's tucked right on top of the handle. So some of these products out there, when you want to pick them up and, and move them around, they're called transportable. So, of course, you sometimes want to move them from one room to another or take them with you when you go to a, a meeting in you know, a conference room or something. Um, the problem is people always want to grab them by the arm, and companies you know, will sometimes actually include a sign in the box that says, you know, don't grab the arm, grab the handle, because, of course, you end up degrading the uh, – the arm and, you know, the camera is not as stable and, you know, things can break. So I, I just love that Hims has designed this so that when the arm locks down in place, exactly where you want to grab it is where you should. Another thing is sometimes when you do pick up these things to move around, um, you know, they're, they're kind of awkwardly weighted. So when you pick it up, it's sort of tilting or sliding. Um, the, the Go Vision is... 16 pounds, which is a you know a, a decent weight in in that class of products, but it's just beautifully balanced. So when you pick it up, it doesn't tilt. You know, it just kind of comes right along with you. So I think they did a great job there. Little details like there's a, a remote control, and it just nestles right in. It has kind of a little docking cradle on the back of the unit and um, light magnetic. Uh, field that kind of keeps it right in place. It's very obvious where it goes. Um, the, the system, uh, again, it does have speech, I mentioned. Um, and so whenever there's a product with speech, people will say, oh, well, is there earphone jacks? Or, you know, can I plug this in to be a little more discreet or, or private if I'm, you know, reading something that's uh, a little more confidential? Well, yes, it does have earphone jack. One of the nice things that they did is they put the earphone jack on the remote itself. So, you you know, it's a little more ergonomic, a little more comfortable that you're not 
tethered right to the the base of the mm. the unit itself. So that was kind of a, a nice thing. Um, the the unit has USB and HDMI ports. So when you do uh, OCR something that you might want to save for later, um, you can actually save that to a USB thumb drive. You can also open up a, a wide variety of different types of documents um, or videos on a thumb drive, and you can uh, play those back um, with speech if you desire. You can also manipulate them without the use of a computer. So you can magnify them, change the contrast, uh, the color to match your preferences. So that was a nice thing. You can do a slideshow presentation of your favorite photos. If you have a, a photo library, you're able to, uh, to project that on the 24-inch monitor, um, which was something a, a lot of people responded really favorably to. Then the, uh, the HDMI port, I love this feature. If you uh, have an adapter, like HD, HDMI to, um, to the lightning um, cable, which is what would plug into your iPhone or iPad, or if you had the appropriate adapter to go HDMI into your Android tablet or your PC or your Mac, whatever your other device is, you're able to run uh, content from your devices, such as your email or even, say, a, a YouTube video or something like that, off of your phone and have that on the, the LCD screen, which is nice. And then it's just a very easy one-button toggle to go from your alternate source to your live view. So they just really have a nice collection of features, and we're very excited about it. We'd love to uh, have people come by and take a look at that. Um, it has a, an optional rolling um, carrying case, and I have to say in my experience with that, I, I always think that cases are very important and a good quality case for your equipment. Um, and, and this is one of the nicest uh, that I've ever seen. I mean, it's a really well-designed piece of luggage. And uh, it. we also are offering an XY table um, as an accessory for those who, who want that. A lot of schools, that's important. Um, some, you know, some it's not uh, so much, but we do have that as an option. And the case will allow you to carry your uh, XY table, um, should you want that uh, as well. So GoVision, it is the first in a, a line of what will be a, a family of products. So the device here is also known as the, the GV100. So presumably there will be a, you know, a, a GV200 or you know, some other <laughs> things coming out down the road. So, hey, Demian, um, I, I have a question about that. Is is there any plans of there being an optional external battery? Let's say that you were in a place that you couldn't plug it, the monitor into an outlet. Mm -hmm. Is there any discussion of a external battery that might power it for an hour or a half an hour if you didn't have any electricity? 
Yes, you know, that is uh, something that uh, is under discussion. Um, so I'm not 100% sure about uh, the detail as, as far as that goes. But um, that is a good segue to the other product you mentioned, the eBot, which uh, is not brand new, but so I'll just kind of briefly reiterate some of some of uh, the eBot's features. It does have a battery as well as um, AC options, and it is a near and distance camera um, with OCR, um, similarly. However, this one um, connects to pretty much whatever you have or whatever you want to connect to as your visual display. So we don't include the screen. We include just the, the, the camera system itself with the software and the, the speech and you know, all of those things. Um, so the, the eBot has its own built-in Wi-Fi hotspot. So, for example, if you want to connect to an iPad as your, as your screen, you can, on the iPad, search for uh, Wi-Fi networks, and you see eBot, you connect to that. And then we have a, a free HIMSS eBot app that's available on uh, iTunes or the, uh, the Google Play Store, Android. Um, so what, depending on the, the device you want to connect to, you would... Uh, download the appropriate app, so that's a one-time process. So you connect to the, the eBot Wi-Fi, and you open the app, and then that allows you to um, control the, the cameras, to do OCR, to save documents, to um, control all your settings, contrast, colors, and all of those um, types of things. And so the, the eBot is even more portable. It's um, about seven pounds, and it um, comes with, uh, it, it does include a also a very nicely designed case. Um, it's a case that could be uh, like a briefcase. Uh, it could also have a shoulder strap, or it also uh, has a, a zipper pocket you open up and you can pull out backpack straps. So it could be uh, a briefcase, a shoulder bag, or a backpack. It's kind of a, a transformer almost. And so the, the good news, bad news situation there is the good news is uh, the case is included with the eBot. Um, the bad news is we do have people kind of think, wow, that's a really nice bag. You know, is there a way I can just buy that bag? So we have people, uh, you know, wanting to buy the cases. Oh. So on the GoVision, the case is sold separately, and so if you really wanted, uh, you know, something to an extra piece of luggage to go on vacation with, <laughs> you could get that. But uh, with the eBot, you have to buy the eBot to uh, to get the case. Well, the eBot. So, I remember the first mm -hmm. time that uh, I did see it. It really is a camera that you could connect it to your laptop PC or to your Mac, or you could also connect it to your iPad. And you, you have access to read or to see PowerPoint presentations or demonstrations, and you could do it even if you don't have any electricity. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's true. And, um, you know, a neat thing about the, the eBot is that the, the, the operator, the user, and the 
ebot itself, you know, could be across the room from each other. So you could actually be controlling the camera fully, just having your iPad, and the ebot could be, you know, at the back of the the classroom or the front of the classroom or or wow. conference room, what have you. Um, I mean, and there actually is a remote control as well. So, I mean, maybe the presenter who's giving uh, a lecture or, or a presentation could be the one controlling the uh, the ebot, and then the the other person could just be following and observing wow, and controlling nice. uh, the you know the contrast and the viewing experience on the the iPad. It you know of course could also connect to uh, you know a a regular monitor as well. Gosh. So you just you have a lot of flexibility with the with the e-bot. Yes, um, that is very I did, very I nice. Did, now you know in, 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 in one minute's time because we're running a little bit behind schedule right now. But Damien, can you tell us for a lot of our people who are Braille users, can you tell us about yeah. your Braille note taker in in one minute? Yeah, you bet. So the the Braille Sense U2 is our note taker. And it, it really is a classic, um, traditional note-taker, instant, on-off productivity tool with word processing, email, Internet, all of those things that you come to expect. Um, but it also has access to Dropbox, YouTube, social networking such as Facebook, uh, Twitter, um, it has a macro manager that allows you to automate repetitive or complex tasks. So it, it's just, you know, a, a mature, um, tried, true device. Um, we have a mini version, which is the 18 cell, which is something that could fit in a purse or a pocket, but has all the memory and processor speed and applications of the 32 cell model. So. Again, if it's something that, you know, you have heard a little bit about but, you know, maybe aren't completely familiar, I would encourage you to check out um, the monthly HIMSS uh, webinar series to find out more, or please do visit us at CSUN, CTEBBI, or any of the um, many uh, shows that we'll be attending throughout the country. And, um, yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity to, to talk about the HEMS product. Oh, gosh, you did a great job reviewing all of those products. And, Damien, how can some of our, our listeners of this podcast get in touch with you if they have questions or they want a demonstration? Sure. So our, our website, we do have a newly designed mobile-friendly website. It is um, www.hims-inc, like inc.com, so hims-inc.com. My email address would be damian, D-A-M-I-A-N, at hims-inc.com. The phone number to reach HIMS um, headquarters in Austin is area code 512-837-2000, 512-837-2000. And um, that, I, I think, should do it. But, of course, we do have um, sales representatives um, throughout the country. So uh, if you're not in one of the western states where I would be your primary contact, um, definitely go on to hymns-inc.com and you'll be connected to your local resource. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's really great information. 
Now, another thing that I had the opportunity to see this year that I've been just so, so impressed with is a head-mounted pair of glasses, which is actually a video magnifier. So as a person with low vision, I think we've always had hope that we could put on a pair of glasses and we could read, that we could draw, we could write, we could repair a computer, we could take our medications. And if we then look far, we would be able to watch a football game. We could vacation. We could see the slot machines. We could do all of those things. And this particular device, I think, is going to be one of the more popular devices in the field of low vision for this year. So at this time, I'd like to introduce all of you to Mr. Mark Greggett, the founder of the New Eyes Glasses. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Bill. I appreciate your time tonight and appreciate you having me on the call. Um, and yes, my name is, is Mark Reggett. I'm the CEO and founder of New Eyes. Uh, we are a new uh, tech startup here based in Southern California in Orange County. Um, and I was a distributor for many, many years, and I would go out and deliver the, the 50-pound CCTVs. And while most of the consumers were very, very happy and, and, and loved what they were getting, uh, over the years, people kept asking me, why can't somebody come out with a pair of electronic glasses that does the same thing? You know, I'd love to sit on my easy chair and read read a newspaper or, or watch TV comfortably in my, my favorite chair. Um, or I'd like to go to a, a baseball game. Just these different, these different tasks that people wanted to do. You know, the, the manufacturer at the time and, and, and the industry at the time three years ago, no one was really doing a lot about it. So as, as I... Uh, set out in my, my journey. My wife looked at me and said, you're, you're really spending our money on what? Um, and, uh, you know, luckily we, we partnered with a phenomenal technology partner called ODG or Osterhout Design Group. And we've taken their, we've taken their, their head-worn device, their virtual reality glasses, if you will, and turned them into a pair of glasses for the visually impaired. Uh, so they're simple, simple enough. They have blacked-out lenses. So in most cases, with, with macular degeneration, retinitis pigmentosa, things like that, you're light sensitive. So the lenses are 100% blacked out. And there is a camera in the middle uh, of the glasses. It's a high-definition camera. And behind the, behind the camera, there are two OLED screens uh, that the user can, can look through and see what the camera is, is seeing. Um, this is the only device on the planet that's lightweight, uh, wireless, it's designed and looks like a pair of, of sunglasses. So you really can't tell what somebody's actually wearing. Um, and over the years of testing, uh, we, we had different kinds of control pads. We had a tethered system where it was a big wire coming off the glasses. Uh, again, these, these are wireless, so they look like a pair of glasses. They're also voice activated, so there's, there's two microphones on there. You can tell the glasses. Glasses make bigger, glasses make smaller, so there's variable magnification just depending on the, the patient's visual acuity, if they, if they have severe low vision or just kind of the beginning stages of macular degeneration, they can vary the magnification as well as contrast. So in, in the industry, of course, there's the standard contrast of normal black on white, white on black, grayscale, things like that. Um, so that's, that's incorporated into the product. Uh, the one really, really uh, great thing about the product is it's, a, it's an open platform, if you will. Uh, so it's, a, it's an Android that's basically a full Android computer on your head, so to speak. Uh, so we're integrating a lot of great features coming out soon. Uh, right now, as we speak today, uh, we, I was testing the, the OCR feature on it. 
we're initially we're initially launching it without it, but uh, because it's wireless and Bluetooth, uh, we will be able to push updates to the to the consumers. So the OCR will be a free update coming out hopefully in the next probably month or so. Uh, and we've also landed a, a very very big big contract with a major uh, a major TV network as well. So uh, in the next hopefully three to four months, if you're anywhere in the world and you have this particular um, particular TV uh, network, uh, you'll actually be able to watch TV on there free of charge anywhere via Wi-Fi. Uh, so a lot of great features coming out with it. We're just building it for the, the, the basic version coming out here in the next week or so. Magnification, contrast, uh, voice command, simplistic stuff. And then we have a roadmap to building something that, that's really hopefully we, we think is going to change uh, the world of low vision. Well, it sounds just so fantastic. It really does. And I've had the opportunity to feel these and put them on. The only thing was that I don't have any vision, so I wasn't able to see with it. But I still have some questions on behalf of, of my patients. Uh, years ago, there was a, a portable type of device, but it was kind of bulky. And when people would try to read with it, they said that, what they were trying to read, it would shake because as they moved their head from left to right across the book, uh, the camera would shake and they would have this kind of, you know, image destabilization. Does your product have an image stabilizer? Yeah, it, it has an image stabilizer. It also has uh, what's called edging. Um, so with the algorithmic pro- uh, problem or, or uh, solution we have, so to speak, uh, with the software is, is when you move your head not only are there gyroscopes in, inside the product so you don't get that kind of nauseating feeling, uh, you also have an algorithm in there that's, that's stabilizing the image, so to speak. So when you magnify in and you change the contrast from black on white to white on black, you can actually move the paper as fast as you want, fast as you want without any ghosting. Um, one thing that we tested literally last night is there's also a, a light in the middle of it on the, in, the, in the center right above the camera. So literally this morning when I was testing it, you know, we were testing it in different lighting, lighting capacities. I, I completely blocked out the, the, the light in the room, turned the light on, and then started reading. And you actually, there was, there was literally almost, I mean, the image was just as good as if you had the lights on, especially with the LED light that's, that's now placed onto the product. And you can turn that on and off. So we really want to try to think of everything that, in every situation that someone's wanting to do and trying to make it real time so just so we're, we're improving their quality of life. So a person, let's say that a person who has macular degeneration wants to read in bed and the wife does not have macular degeneration, she's sleeping, a person would be able to use these glasses to read without having to turn on lights in the room. You are correct. Oh, that is just amazing. That is so cool. And I remember when you first told me about the gyroscopes in there, I just thought, what, uh, you know, what a, a brilliant, brilliant type of idea. Now, I've also have had the opportunity of actually trying the other types. There's another company that makes a, a competitive product, which works quite well, but it is not a single piece. There is a control pad that you hold you know, onto that it's tethered to by wire and the batteries, and it gets a little bit bulky. Uh, are, are, are you stating that yours has actually nothing that's going to be attached to it with cables and wires? Yeah, so there's, there's three ways to control the actual glasses. First and foremost, 
uh, with the two microphones, you can you can give it voice commands, simplistic things. You know, glasses make bigger, glasses make smaller, glasses change color, kind of small, small simplistic things. There's also controls on the glasses, so if you don't feel like you, you know, I just don't want to deal with the voice activation. Uh, you have tactile controls on the glasses, uh, so bigger and smaller, and then contrast, of course. Then it also comes with a Bluetooth controller as well, so there's no there's no cable going to that. Again, that's also a tactile controller, bigger, smaller, big, big, huge buttons on there. Uh, and then also at the same time, you know, it, it is it is a wireless device, so there is two lithium-ion batteries in there. They last right around two hours. So, again, one of the biggest things we want to do is thinking of, of kids going to school, you know, they're not in school for only two hours. So we are including a 10-hour additional battery pack that, that basically clips onto the little battery, you know, batteries inside the unit. The one thing that I learned over the years is, you know, somebody that's visually impaired using a USB cord, trying to push it in, you know, it, it, you can't really see it. You know, it's black on black or white on white. You know, contrast becomes an issue. But this is a magnetic plug. So if you just get it kind of close, it, it locks it in there uh, just so you don't have any issues with the plug. <laughs> that's, that's just brilliant. Uh, now, what's the cost of, of your glasses? Yeah, so they're going to be retailing for about fifty nine ninety five, so a little little less than six thousand dollars. You know that is absolutely amazing because uh, one of the competitors is over fifteen thousand dollars. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> God, that's amazing. Well, uh, when when can uh, our, our listeners and followers expect to see it? Uh, is that going to be released quite soon? Yeah, so we did. We actually did a soft launch about two weeks ago uh, at the AFB conference. Got a got a lot of great feedback. We have a distributor in Florida running around showing up to consumers. Uh, we have a distributor in Washington D.C. showing to consumers, uh, as well as here in in Southern California, the college, the Southern California College of Optometry. Uh, they have a pair right now. They've been testing with consumers. Um, so we did the soft launch a few weeks ago, got some phenomenal feedback, implementing that feedback as we speak, and uh, we're hopeful to launch right around the CSUN time frame. Wow, that is great. Well, Mark, how can some of our listeners get in touch with your company if they want to uh, make an appointment for a demonstration? Yeah, we, we currently have right around 25, 30 distributors uh, in, the, in the continental U.S. We do have some distributors uh, outside of the U.S. And uh, they can just go to our website, neweyes, dot com. Again, it's neweyes.com, N-U-E-Y-E-S.com. And then they can, they can fill out the, the demonstration or ask for more information. Uh, there's also an 800 number on there as well that they can, they can, they can uh, call, and that will ring uh, right to one of our distributors or one of our inside sales staff. Wow, that is just fantastic. Well, I want to thank all of you for being on this call this evening. This is some really great information when we're talking about just lighting. If you have glasses, the new lights will be able to improve your vision. The Beerly Maggie is a portable video magnifier that you could take wherever you want to. Just keep it in the pocket of your pants or your purse very, very easily. We, we have the products that's from HIMSS if you're a Braille reader or that you need something that's really advanced and you need to connect it to the computer. Uh, you do have the eBot. And uh, not but, uh, not, last but not least are these new eyes glasses. I, I think this is going to be a really, really huge thing. So on behalf of 
The American Council of the Blind and CCLVI want to thank all of you for joining this evening, and we'd like to thank uh, Mr. Dick Burden from Airs Alley for recording this. This will be up at the Airs Alley website later this week at www.airsla. And Airs Alley has also changed their website to make things such that we don't have to log in and put in passwords, so that's going to make a lot of our users happier. And also, it will be up at the CCLVI page at www.cclvi. So on behalf of everybody, I want to thank you so much, and we hope to see you in San Diego. Good night, everybody.